0: Thank you for listening to the weekly message from Trinity of Fairview. Here's Pastor Stacy Harris. you got a copy of the Word, open it up to the book of 1 Corinthians. Uh, chapter 11. We're going to read just three or four verses. Verse 23 down through 26. The words of Paul to a church in a moment just like this, talking about what we're doing in this place today, about approaching the, the Lord's table. And all that that means, certainly several warnings here, several explanations here. But I want to do my best to cut a, uh, just a few verses out of the middle of this passage of Scripture that we might consider well today before we approach the Lord's table. 1 Corinthians eleven twenty-three and following reads this way. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took the bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and he said, Take and eat, for this is my body. And church, I want you to read these last couple of words with me. Which is broken, last two words out loud, for you. This is my body, which is broken for you, on your behalf. And after the same manner also he took the cup And when he had supped he said this This cup is the New Testament If I were going to highlight anything in this passage I believe I'd highlight those two words The New Testament in my blood This do ye and as often as you drink it In remembrance of me For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup Ye do show the Lord's death Until he comes again I've entitled this little communion thought this morning Un- Unforgettable There are a lot of things in your life That are unforgettable, aren't they? There are a lot of places you go And, and memories you have That are just burned into, into who you are Into your thought processes Into your minds I think about moments in my life that are That are just unforgettable If you're married, you go back to your wedding day That's an unforgettable day If you have kids, the day they were born Man, that's an unforgettable moment in your life. All these things that as we live this life and move and breathe and have being, these things that are just moments we can't separate ourselves from. Even a loss, man or a victory. I heard last Friday night we had a young man, part of our student ministry, here able to kick a game-winning field goal just a few seconds on the clock. Guarantee you that's a moment in his life he'll never ever forget. And as we go and as we live, we have these moments in our life, I even think about world events. If I say to you this morning, 9-11, how many of y'all can remember where you were, what was going on, what was happening? Moments in life that are, that are unforgettable. I remember a dance I had with my dear wife at my senior prom. Uh, Elvis Presley's song came on, Love Me Tender. And I remember leaning over. I don't know if she remembers it, but it's etched in my mind. The pink dress, the beautiful hair, the radiant face, the green eyes, the dancing with the woman of my dreams. I leaned over and sang it in her ear, and it's our little song together until this day. And I often go back moments in your life that are just burned into your mind and who you are. I also think about men and women, people. I think about something being unforgettable. I think about people. And men, we all have people in our lives that we just can't ever forget. Men and women that have been impacting. Mentors, teachers, preachers, grandparents, parents, brothers, sisters. We have people in our life that God has led across our path. And man, I have so many that I'm thankful to God for. And those people in our life become Unforgettable moments I, I remember a, even a little boy that i 'll never forget. He used to come in uh, back in the day. It was called Rev Cove when I first started working there. I'm telling my age, it's now CVS. And every time he would come in with his granddaddy, he'd run back to the pharmacy counter and he'd say, do you remember me? Do you remember me? That's I was to make sure somebody remembered him somewhere. I said, son, I don't think I'll ever forget you as long as I live. And see, I always had something for him stashed behind the counter. So he wanted to make sure he uh, made me understand that I was, he was the guy that was supposed to get the sucker when he came in. I always had a little something for him. And he'd say, do you remember me? Man alive, we have people in our lives that are just unforgettable. I think about these that were gathered in this upper room on that occasion, that last supper with the Lord Jesus Christ. If you consider those 12 men, I imagine that they had three years' worth of daily unforgettable experiences walking with the Lord Jesus Christ. Can you imagine what it would have been like to walk with him every minute of every hour of every day? All their minds and their spirits must have been full of things that he said and things that he did and places that they went. John said on one occasion, didn't he, if I were to write down everything that he had said and everything that he had done, there wouldn't be enough books in all of the kingdom of heaven to contain all that transpired under my watchful eye as he walked. Man, we think about the memories they had. I imagine their conversations revolved around so many things. I think of some that I would have liked to have been there for. I can't imagine they ever stopped talking about the day he fed 5,000 people. We talk about that very flippantly. But I imagine that every now and then they'd pull aside and say, Do you remember that? Uh, Can you remember that? When he took all that that little boy had and seemed so little to us, and in his hands he began to break it and break it and break it, and he began to give it out. You remember those people as they filed by, I thought surely we would run out, but they never ran out of the supply from his good hand. I remember when he gave us those baskets to go out and pick up what was left and we gathered 12 baskets full. I got to imagine they were saying, man, do you remember? You remember what that was like? Can you imagine being with him when he was sitting in that house and some friends brought their lame buddy and they dug a hole in the ceiling and and let him down and there was Jesus Christ that spoke into his life and said, Hey, son, this day you're going to be healed. Take up your bed. You're not going to be lame anymore. I imagine that had to be impacting in their life. I imagine they had to have memories of those burned into their minds. What about the Gadarean demoniac? Man, it would have been something to have been standing there on that shore and see him with the power he had over legions of demons, cast them out of one single man and into a, a herd of pigs and watch them run into the sea. How about the lepers that he cleansed? They had to remember what it was like to see somebody's flesh that was diseased and broken. And just a word or a touch from the Lord Jesus Christ become brand new, just like like a a little baby skin, just like that. Think about his teachings. I thought about the Sermon on the Mount. I preached through that one time, and I marvel at the majesty of the communication that flowed from the mouth of the Son of God. Could you imagine standing there as he talked? Could you imagine standing there as the Son of God spoke the words that he had authored before the foundation of the world was laid? Man, it had to be something that they remembered. How about at Lazarus' tomb? I would have liked to have been there when he spoke and said, Lazarus, son, come forth. And then you watch him come out of that grave alive after four days being gone. I imagine they had memory after memory after memory. I remember they often talked about the time that he called them by their name. Can you remember that, say, the compassion, the love, the care that he had for you and for me when he passed us by and said, Hey, I need you. I've got something for you. Leave all you've got and come and follow me. I imagine there were more unforgettable moments in their lives than than they ever had time to talk about. I hope today that you have some with him. I hope that you have some unforgettable moments with the Lord Jesus Christ. I hope you can go back to places in your life that he was there and he showed up mighty in your life. How many of y'all remember the day that he called you by your name? How many of y'all remember that? The day that He birthed you into His kingdom. What an unforgettable moment in time when the grace of God showed up in my life. I remember the day that he filled me with the Holy Spirit, man. The first time that he ever really took control of my life in that manner. I remember the the weight of the Spirit, the joy of the Spirit, the love of the Spirit. I remember that so distinctly. I remember his call and commission in my life. I remember the first message he ever let me preach. It was a lot shorter than I've even spoke this morning. I will tell you that. I remember the first prayer as a little bitty boy that he ever answered for me. I remember prayer meetings that I've been in on mountain Tops when he just showed up I remember in my life times that he's protected Me beloved I told the early service There's multiplied thousands of times That this little boy's life ought to ended on this planet due to his own stupidity But there was the hand of a good Almighty God to sustain me And see me through it I remember the times That he's healed me how many of y'all can say That you felt the healing touch of the Hand of God in your life this morning I remember the times that he's comforted me When I was so far down that I couldn't Even see up I remember the times that he's kept me i remember the times that he's just in spite of me said son i have more for you than i can you can even imagine and i'm not even going to let you thwart it in your own life i hope today you have some memories that are unforgettable when you look back with the lord jesus christ there are many in my life i want you to note something i believe now i'm usually scholar enough to get myself in trouble so i challenge you to go look but I believe in my study for this, I, I believe that God showed me something. I believe this is the only place I can find in the Word where there's a direct injunction from Jesus Christ, from His lips to us to remember something. Man, I would have thought he would have said, hey, remember when I healed that guy. Don't you ever forget what I can do in the life of some?" Hey, remember when I delivered that young lady when she was possessed. I would have figured he would have said, remember those things. Yet we, we have in this passage. He doesn't say that at all. He says, man, remember Just remember what we're about to experience What I'm about to say Remember this one thing throughout all eternity I believe that will never be forgotten Remember the great person And the ministry of Jesus Christ of Nazareth The commission to us here is to remember Never forget Remember means this Make a deliberate recollection of In order to better appreciate the effects Intended results And the things that happened As a result of this thing Remember who pastor? He said remember me we come this morning to remember Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Nobody else. We come to remember the only begotten Son of God as he lived and moved and walked on this planet. Man, I, I, he gives us a twofold arena of remembrance this morning. Number one, he says, Remember me in the brokenness of my body. I don't believe these men could have imagined what laid ahead for the physical body of Jesus Christ. I don't believe they could have ever understood the punishment that he was about to undergo. I don't believe they could have fathomed the beatings that he would take. I don't believe they could have ever fathomed the betrayal and what he felt in his heart and his life. I don't think they could have ever fathomed the weight of that cross as he carried it. I don't think they could have ever fathomed the feel of those nails in his hands and his feet. I don't think they could have ever fathomed His nakedness and His shame His suffering and His sacrifice He says, beloved, never forget Never forget it, remember it My body that was broken On your behalf Unforgettable I wonder if they recalled in those moments The words of Isaiah chapter 53 It says this He was wounded for our transgressions He was bruised for our iniquities The chastisement of our peace, our punishment, beloved, was placed upon him. And by his stripes, the word said, we're healed. Today he challenges us as he did those men in that room with him, remember? Remember today the the brokenness of my body. Beloved, we should never, never, never forget that it was his sinless, his perfect His precious body that was broken And I'm going to reiterate those two little words For you For you He says remember the brokenness of my body but he also says remember the benefits of my blood I love these two words he says man this is the new covenant in my blood this is a brand new covenant a new way of relating to me that I'm going to ratify in my shed blood and its power these men had existed their entire life living under a covenant that they had that God cut with their forefathers years ago one that revolved around a sacrificial system one that required a priestly order to administrate it one that required the constant repetitiveness of it execution to bring cleansing to the individual and to the nation. One that was based on behavior and the keeping of the written law down on tablets of stone. One that was cold and stoic and it really brings about bondage and condemnation into the life. And he says, boys, forget that old covenant. Forget that old covenant, but always remember that there's a brand new covenant now bought by my blood, purchased on your behalf, once purchased once and for all by his blood. One that isn't executed by the priestly order of the nation, but is executed by the great high priest, Jesus Christ of all nations. One that is not written on tablets of stone, but is written on the hearts of men and women. I wrote this, one that's living, dynamic, brings freedom once and for all. One that's based on relationship and not on rigor. One that brings not a temporary covering, but an eternal freedom. I wonder if they recall the words of the prophet Jeremiah in chapter 31 when he said this, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will make a New covenant with the house of Israel and with The house of Judah not according to The covenant that I made with their forefathers In the day that I took them by the hand To bring them out of the land of Egypt My covenant they broke although I was a husband unto them saith the Lord But this shall be the covenant I will make with the house of Israel And with us today after those days Saith the Lord I will put my law In their inward parts I will write it In their hearts I will be their God And they shall be my people And they shall teach no more every man his name And every man his brother saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me personally. From the least unto the greatest of them, saith the Lord. And I love this line. I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. And that's the brand new covenant that we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. How many of y'all are glad today you have a high priest who's not unacquainted with your faults and your frailties? I'm glad today that I have a high priest that doesn't offer on my behalf the blood of of bullocks and goats. I'm glad I have a high priest today that walked into the Holy of Holies on his own volition and on his own righteousness and laid down his rich, royal blood on my behalf. And, beloved, he never has to do it again. He did it once, and he did it for all time so that I might be rightly related to my Father in heaven. How many of y'all are thankful today? You don't dwell in the old covenant. You dwell in the new covenant. And you see, that's what we've come here today, to remember the great benefit of His blood. Took that old covenant and set it aside by satisfying it to the uttermost. And it ushered in a new covenant, a new agreement, if you will, based on His grace and His mercy. There ought to be one person in your life that's unforgettable. It ought to be Jesus Christ of Nazareth today as we approach this table we have that injunction remember remember me remember the brokenness of my body remember my rich royal blood that was shed on your behalf the word says where there is no shedding of blood there is no remission of sin but thanks be unto God for the blood of Jesus Christ remember Paul in this self-same passage says don't come to this table unworthy. He says, come to it with a clean heart and clean hands. Hands that's gone by way of the cross of Calvary. And there found that cleansing that you need. Say, Pastor, are you worthy? No, not in and of myself. But to take the blood of Jesus Christ makes us able to come and do this thing. So I challenge you today to take just a moment, maybe bow your head where you are in the quietness of this And just search, Father, is there anything in me? Is there any attitude in me today that needs to be corrected? Is there any action in my life? I want to tell you something today. When Jesus Christ died on that cross, he paid the price for your sins past, present, and future. There's no need to carry guilt anymore. Today, just let him search your heart and your mind. Let the Holy Spirit speak to you in whatever way that he needs to. Father. We're thankful today for your blood. We're thankful that it is the only agent in the universe that will cleanse us from our sin. We thank you for your broken body today. Body that died in a place that I should have. It was broken on my behalf. Lord, would you wash us afresh and in today. We don't have to be saved again, but Lord, we We need the dust of this world washed off of us. So Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that you'd get us ready, ready to remember. Amen. We hope you've been blessed by today's message. If you'd like to find out more about Trinity of Fairview, visit us online at trinityoffairview.org or call 828-628-1188.